I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Down the blind, Andrew Jones. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle has won the grand final. He's got the ball. Jared Welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. It was a massive round 14 in the NRL, and I'm just going to touch on a few things that stood out for me. It looks like our top eight is pretty much set in stone now. I mean, it's going to take a massive effort from one of the bottom eight teams to crack into this final eight over the next few weeks. I think Manly is the best hope, but, you know, based on their recent footy, they're probably pushing shit uphill there. But if they can get a few wins on the board and get Tommy Turbo back, they could obviously burst into that top eight. I think they're the only hope from the bottom eight to jump into the top eight. Here are some things that stood out for me from the week. What about the Melbourne Storm on Thursday night? They were simply incredible against the Sydney Roosters. Obviously missing Cam Munster and Cameron Smith. Uh, The Roosters are missing, you know, their fair share of troops as well. So both were down. But at the SCG, you know, the Roosters have built a real fortress there for Melbourne. You know, under the current conditions, they're you know they're, they're they're staying away from their beds. They're flying down on game day. They're jumping into that game. Very, very tough. I mean, Ryan Pappenhausen was out last week, so he came back into the side. Um, Riley Jacks came into the team. Brandon Smith was playing nine. So, you know, just a bit all over the place for them. But Craig Bellamy being Craig Bellamy, he got his team up. And, you know, I said at the start of the year that I believe they were going to win the premiership in 2020, and I'm standing by it. I think they're going to be a really, really good shot this year. And the guy that really stood up the other night, of course, was Jerome Hughes. And he's just tends to do this against good sides. He is such a good little footballer. He's been playing halfback for two years. I'm not convinced he's a halfback. He's just a natural footballer. And I think if I was Ryan Pappenhausen, I'd be a little bit worried next year because, I mean... You know, it, it looks likely they're going to move Cameron Smith to seven to to uh, allow Harry Grant to come into this team. And you need to find a spot for Jerome Hughes. And if he keeps going the way he is, I wouldn't be shocked to see him wearing the fullback jersey next year. I mean, I can't believe I'm saying that, uh, you know, after the year that Ryan Pappenhausen had last year. I thought he was going to absolutely explode this season. But, you know, he hasn't quite backed it up like I expected him to and like a lot of people did. But 
Jerome Hughes, he's just gone to a new level. And personally, I think Hughes would be even more dangerous out of fullback. I, th- I think he's a better fullback than he is halfback. So very interesting times in Melbourne. You know, I spoke about the coaches at the end of last week, and, you know, I stand by it. I think Trent Robinson, he would have rathered Smith and Munster be playing because at least he, he would have known what to expect. He, you know, he couldn't really prepare for that Melbourne side the other night. You didn't know what they were going to throw at you. They didn't go through the centre third like they normally do. They took the Roosters on down the edges, and they got great results out of it. Really good coaching by Craig Bellamy getting that bunch, you know, missing a heap of experience, a heap of their guns to get them up for that game. Really excellent, excellent coaching. It's what we just love to see. As I said, Melbourne were my tip for the 2020 Premiership. I'm going to stick with them. As I said a few weeks ago, yes, the Roosters are missing troops, but I think you can see that the last two Premierships, they're starting to catch up to them. They're looking a little bit tired, which is completely fair enough. What they've done is unprecedented, and I I don't see them getting out of this rut anytime soon. I think it's going to last a little bit longer. I think you'll see a different team come finals, and I think the introduction of Sonny Bill Williams now, I think it'll add a new little boost, a little bit of energy around the club. I think you'll see them struggle a little bit, be a little bit off the mark until finals, and then that's when their season starts. And Trent Robinson knows it, and he'll have them up for it. It's going to be a cracking final series again. I can't wait. I'm sticking with Melbourne to take out the 2020 Premiership. Parramatta Eagles lost to the St. George Illawarra Dragons on Friday night. Obviously, the Dragons, it was Mary McGregor's last game as coach, and they really got up for that game. You could see it meant a lot to a lot of their key guys, and to send Mary out a winner, as much as you might not like Mary, at the end of the day, he's an absolute club legend. His playing career with St. George was unbelievable. You know, a state of origin representative, a kangaroo. He did, you know, everything in the game outside of winning a premiership. He was a fantastic player. He's been a fantastic clubman. When I spoke to Michael Witt earlier this year, you know, at the end of the day, you know, my understanding is that coaching, it's probably not Paul McGregor's absolute passion. He's a really successful businessman outside of rugby league, and it was almost like he he was doing the club a favour, like, you know, putting his hand up to coach them. Um, he would never go and coach anywhere else other than St. George. He is a clubman through and through, and you have to respect what he's done as a player, now as a coach, and, you know, just the effort he's put into that club. It's, you know, he's just done some fantastic things, and you could see the other night that obviously the Dragons, you know, to some extent, they're sad to see him go because they, they really got up for that game and gave it to Parramatta. But the focus for me was the Eels, and I really think that was the loss the Parramatta Eels needed. Let's face it, over the last month, they've been far from their best, but they've been winning ugly. And that's what good teams do. They can play poorly and still manage to get a win. They know how to win. You look at the Broncos at the moment, they simply don't know how to win. Parramatta, they've got that edge about them now where they can play poorly and they can win ugly. It's what championship teams need to be doing. Now, I think that loss, I think that'll be the loss that they really needed this year. I think it'll be a really good opportunity for Brad Arthur to recommit the side, reassess where they're they're going. The grand final is 10 weeks away. Parramatta want to be there on that big stage in 10 weeks' time. And I think their season will start again next week. They come up against the Melbourne Storm, and I'm expecting a really big bounce back from the Parramatta Eels next week up against Melbourne. The North Queensland Cowboys and South Sydney Rabbitohs played out an absolute cracking game on Saturday afternoon. The Rabbitohs ended up taking it home 31-30, to and it was their halfback, Adam Reynolds, that stood up in the last few minutes, uh, kicked a penalty goal from, you know, 30 metres out on the tram line. It's one of those spots when you take shots goal, you know, it's not normally one that you practice from that far out. It's a bit of an awkward kick, and, you know, as any kickers would know out there, you would rather have a kick from the sideline or in front than in that middle area. It's a really awkward spot to kick 
from, and Adam Reynolds just got ice in his veins, just handled it perfectly. I love the way that Reynolds plays. He's such a, he's just the perfect sort of tactician halfback. He's just, you can just build an entire game plan around Adam Reynolds as long as your forward back win the ruck. Adam Reynolds will put you in a position to win the game of football, which he did the other day, and he took advantage of it. His field goal to win the game, incredible stuff. Such a fantastic strike. Those that watched the footy on Fox League over the weekend or on KO would have seen um, he did like a 10 or 15-minute piece with Fox Sports where he talked about his kicking and his goal kicking, his approach, how he learned how to do it, what he does every time, you know, his routine and everything. Fantastic content there from Fox Sports. If you didn't get to see it, I advise you go back and watch it. It was fantastic. He is just Mr. Clutch, Adam Reynolds. He is such a good footballer. I love when Reynolds is on, and I really hope we don't see him have any more injuries for the rest of his career because he is such a special talent, and he is so special to South Sydney. I love watching him play. The other man I want to mention is the halfback on the other side of the field, Michael Morgan. Dare I say, last week, that was the worst game of football I've ever seen Michael Morgan play. And as I've been saying for a couple of years on The Guru, you don't judge players on their worst game. You judge them on their response to their worst game. And he came out and absolutely brained it the other night. Uh, I think he scored. He might have scored two tries or he scored one. He laid on another. He was just fantastic. He was everywhere. And he got back to the Michael Morgan that we know and love, taking on the line, running the ball. He was just so dangerous. I love seeing Morgo back to his best. And Queensland supporters will be stoked. They're really short on centres this year. It looks more than likely he will be there again defensively and with the ball. He needs to be at the top of his game, which he wasn't last week, but he backed it up this week with a big performance. Morgo needs to keep doing this if the Cowboys are going to keep winning games this year. The last guy I want to mention for the week is Blake Green. I think he's been a fantastic signing for the Newcastle Knights. You know, he's not your sort of highlights player, but he's just he just makes life so much easier for Mitchell Pearce. And I think Kurt Mann, he's done a fantastic job at six all season. He's been fantastic, but he's not really a six. I don't know what Kurt Mann is. He's just a footballer, and you just got to let him go. But I think with a guy like Blake Green... The way that he's laying Caelan Bonger up, especially on that left edge, has just been incredible. It takes so much pressure off Mitchell Pearce, and it opens him up so much on their right edge. I think it's really, really dangerous. I'm loving what the Knights are doing at the moment. I think that this, you know, them adding Blake Green gives them a brand new dimension come finals footy. I don't think they're going to be premiership contenders this year, but fuck, they're much closer to it with a guy like Blake Green in their system and in their building. He's fantastic for Kalen Ponga, and I'm really excited to see how this unfolds over the next few weeks, especially leading into finals footy. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.